Hello. Hello. Oh, hi, Dan. Mark. What's up, bud? What are you eating? I'm just just had a chip, just a chip. You're a chip off the old block. <laughs> Does that count as eating? Uh, depends. Are what, what kind of what kind of chip are we eating? Are we dipping well, into something? Well, see, there's no dip, and it's a chip that typically requires dip, and it's just a regular the nacho rounds planes that you get from the store, the little miniature round ones. That's it. Tostitos. Well, we can't be starting off this podcast any labor, can we, people? <laughs> like I care what kind of shit he's eating. Come on! Emmy-nominated writer, producer, actor, I... and the genius. Face, face, yeah, Mark, there's an intro going. Hold on. Show, I can just bring my Hold on. <laughs> You know, cover his face up and just rock the mic. And today we welcome Dan Levy to the hot seat. Here is Dan Levy. Dan Levy. Dan Levy. Hey! Yeah, damn right it's Dan Levy, and this is LevyCast. Welcome to a very special Memorial Day holiday podcast. I got one, Mark Grody. Marky, they can't, I guess I'm not allowed to say Happy Memorial Day. It's just Memorial Day. What am I supposed to say? Yeah, I think. Yeah, what is the greeting? I don't know what the greeting Proper is. I, I saw. Hey, some, hey, what's up? Memorial Day. Memorial Day to you. <laughs> I, I saw a, a guy, a, a pretty well-known uh, sports broadcast or a news broadcaster that we used to work with. He's now in New York, and he said, "For all you broadcasters out there, make sure you don't say Happy Memorial Day because it's a somber holiday." Like, then what are you supposed to say? Yeah, it's funny you say that because. Steve Rosenblum, my colleague at the score, must have been getting his education from the same people because I heard him on the score today making a whole big deal about how it's not Happy Memorial Day. And he also said it's also, by the way, it's not Happy Yom Kippur either. Well, I like I said, it's one of those things where they say Memorial Day is like the unofficial official start to summer. And then they're yeah. like, okay, we're going to blow this thing out. The barbecues are on sale. Ribs and briskets are on sale. All the good foods, out. the beer, the pool. I mean, everything is happy. Abby, then you get on Facebook, and that's when the Facebook police people come around. They're like, just so you know, before you barbecue that burger, pour one out for the people that sacrifice themselves. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, it, I know. And, and you know what? We all know. I mean, we are very grateful for the people that have sacrificed their lives for our freedom. And, and, it, and it's, it goes beyond without saying that. And you try to, you know, you wake up and you go, okay, it's not a very happy holiday, but still it's a day off. Yeah. And it, there's no other way to enjoy this holiday than to really grill it up and have fun like our freedom should. But then you go online and everyone's like, uh-uh-uh, don't enjoy that beer. Someone died for you. And then you're like, oh, what, what, are we do, what are we doing here? What, what's no, happening I have, here? I the answer. I've got the answer for you. This is going to be really simple for you. And I think that when I make this statement, you will know how to comport yourself. The, the people who say that are right they're right like you're not going to win that debate in a court of law that you're not going to jury's not going to be on your side (laughs) when it comes to that but here's the more important part they're right but they're also dicks you know because they know that every one of them knows that because it is a very opposite stance 
that everybody that they send this to is going to get tweaked just a little bit. Just a little okay. bit. And you're like, just it, the and way it, you did. You got tweaked enough to make it the, the topic of the podcast. Dude, I got my hands smelling like mustard and seasonings. I got ribs going. Okay, and I'm like, better than the alternative. And then I'm like, yeah, no kidding. And then I'm like, all right, let's get this party started. And then you log on and they show like, my uncle sacrificed his life in 1958 <laughs> yes. during the bombing of this. And yeah. and just remember, when you take that burger off that grill, who did that for you? Like, well, now I don't want to. Now, now I don't want to do anything. I want to sit in a room and cry and watch right. Pearl Harbor for the next couple of hours in Full Metal Jacket and feel <laughs> real and feel really creeped out for the rest of the day. Thank you. Thanks for the day off. I should have went to work today. Dan, I was on a Zoom today with some people and it wasn't until about 16 or 17 minutes in to this zoom call that i realized there was at least one veteran on the call and as everybody is speaking everybody is saying something to the effect of happy memorial day or whatever whatever you're gonna say and then i was like okay i did some sort of like i didn't feel very genuine you know i was happy memorial yeah. everybody did I'll be honest, I wasn't really thinking about it. I was like, then when I found out that there was a gentleman who was a veteran, I was like, oh boy, do I need to raise my hand and like do a better, like happy, like thank you for your service. Like the whole time I was conscious of him, the rest is he staring me down right now in the Zoom. Well, Did I, can I, do I, is there more I can do, sir? And I've always, I've had this conversation a lot because I'm never, it's one of those things where I'm not really sure Whatever, if I go to Costco, which my my world is not very big, I have a, I live in a oh. three, I live in a three mile diameter of Costco, Trader Joe's, Walmart, and Aldi, and I pretty much just circle between those four, and I'm, I, you would think I'm the mayor of that town, but every day, every time I go in, there is somebody there with a hat on that says Vietnam War veteran, Marine, uh -huh. or one of those, right. and I'm always curious, do they want me? Is Am I supposed to do like the memorial head nod? Am I supposed to do like, thank you for your service? Or can I ask them, what was, you, I mean, do they really want to be reminded every moment of the day that they served in, the, in, in some sort of war? Like, I don't know well, if I, if I went in one of these wars, I think I would spend the rest of my life trying to forget that I even did that. And the last thing I'd want is for somebody to come up to me and just be like, you were in Vietnam. Tell me a story. Like, is that what they want? I, I don't really. It's it's almost uncomfortable. I'm not really sure what to are, do. I, I think there are only so many people in this world who deserve to wear those hats. So I think that that's what it is. Look, I'll tell you what, man. If I fought in the jungles of Vietnam or I was rolling around in the, the desert in Iraq and somebody said you get to wear a hat that says you were motherfucking there. You're goddamn right I would wear that hat. Yeah, you people need to know what I did. <laughs> you need to know. I mean, and, you know, you're not going to get a Fugazi wearing one of those hats. You know, I, I would never, ever put a hat on, even to be ironic, that said something about me being a veteran of wars. So, yeah. They but I, but I, and I, and I get that, but I would have that like, in my living room or a basement with like my medals and stuff. I don't okay. know if I, I don't know if I'd want to go outside every day with that hat on and have people like approach me and look at me like I'm that person. Like I know it's a thing of pride. Maybe that is what it is. Maybe that's what you're saying. Maybe that's a prideful thing and I want right, to be acknowledged right. for it. But it every, every day, every moment for me would be 
can we not talk about what I went through? Can you just can, <laughs> can I just scan some kiwis and some extra watermelon and and don't yell right. at me because I'm about to grill some burgers on one of the most summer holidays there is. Right, and plus I get flashbacks if you yell. Yeah, and, and, and no kidding. And, and when I go to sleep tonight, I'm probably going to dream about that stuff, and I I don't want to think about it anymore. Right. No, there is that philosophy. There is that. There is. That. I guess it would be like a Hall of Fame player continuing to wear their gear in the, you know. Well, and that's what it is. Like, when you see, like, a certain athlete, like, and I'm not going to compare this to an athlete to a war person, so please don't take anybody taking offense to this. But my question is, at some point, a guy like, I don't know, like, Manu Bull or one of these guys that are over seven feet tall, they're going to want to talk. They're going to want to have a conversation that does not involve them playing basketball. Like Shaquille O'Neal, at some point, I'm sure, probably gets old when someone's like, hey, you remember when you broke the backboard? That was awesome. Right. All right, thank you. Can I get the check now? I'm trying to get out of this restaurant. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. There's exactly. got to be that moment. Now, I will say this. As far as Memorial Days go, I'm not having a great one, only because this weekend was supposed to be really fun. We had, I mean, for once... I had some plans. Usually, I have a weird radio schedule, podcast schedule. Yeah. I do, I do a lot of stuff, and I usually don't get a chance to get out and do stuff. We were going to go to my wife's sister's house and have a little yeah, barbecue were. there. We were going to go to my brother's and have a giant barbecue, do some s'mores, have the kids run around, maybe do some bourbon, and then DJ and my my, my seven year old at school. He seems to have a couple of girls that have a crush on him. Okay. <laughs> In fact, he went to a birthday party, and one of the moms said to to my, to my wife, "You know what? I understand why my daughter has a crush on your son. He does look like Justin Timberlake, and my oh. daughter has a crush on Justin Timberlake." Oh and, my god! And I was like, <laughs> Jill and I were like, "What?" Whoa! That means there could be some really creepy moms. That, that yeah, that means that too. means he's like getting boy band kind of crush. But I I digress. He's getting for a lot of times in school. He'll tell. He's one of the few kids that will tell me everything that happened in school, good, bad, whatever someone said to him, it was good or bad. If he got in trouble, he'll tell me. He'll 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 open up to me like I'm Barbara Walters for crying out loud. But there is this one girl in his class that keeps kissing him and kissing him and kissing him on the cheek, and I'm always busting his chops, going, "Are you kissing her back?" And his face gets red. He's like, "No, it's gross." I'm like, "I know you are. I know you are." <laughs> And then the cuteness stopped on Wednesday when he said, "Oh, by the way, she wasn't there today. She has COVID." And I oh, were like, oh, and we're like, oh, oh, oh no. no!" And then, and that same moment, he goes, "And I'm not hungry for dinner." And the next oh, morning, I'm not hungry for breakfast. God. And I don't really smell anything. Right and I got now. no. He didn't say that, but he goes, "I got a stomach ache. I don't want. I'm not sure if I'm going to go." And then Jill said, "All right, if you're not feeling good, go to the nurse. And if you got to come home, we'll come get you." And we just kind of forgot about it. Just kind of, you know, I mean, with with all the COVID stuff going around and all the schools and my kids in a Petri dish and all the kids are getting everything. You're just kind of, maybe if we just, yeah. maybe if we just don't remember it, it won't, we won't even think about it and hopefully it just goes away. <laughs> right. At a, at, and so at noon, we're like, you know what, Jill, let's go to lunch. I got to work at two. I'm going to take you out to lunch. Let's go to this new Japanese fusion place that opened up. As wow. I get up to put my shoes on, Jill gets a call, says the nurse, I got to go pick him up. And in my head, I'm like, you know, maybe it's in his head. Because if you tell somebody, hey, that kid had COVID, and then we're sitting there going, DJ, just remember when you're at school, try not to be around these people, try not to kiss anybody. Right. You know, you, you try yeah. to give them these, you know, and then maybe we were putting right. it in his head. So I told him, like, you know, 
when I picked him up, he looked a little white, and I was like, you know what? A lot of times it's in your head. You know, sometimes you can you can think yourself into a, being sick. So try not yeah, to think about it. Yeah, kids are very prone to placebo type things. Yeah. I, I get him home ten minutes later. He's he's roughing in the toilet for both distance and accuracy, and I'm just like, oh, this oh, is this no. is not this is not good. He's got the that fever. That ain't no placebo. No, it's <laughs> and, and so immediately I have to call my. We have to. Then you gotta when that happens, and I feel bad because I'm always canceling on my brother, and I'm always canceling on people and I, I you don't want to and you got to call your brother my brother and I'm like all right so here's the deal. I tell him all right well let me you know let, let and I had to wait a day because you got to wait five days to see whether or not they have COVID or not so the next day he's just as bad so we got I had to call the doctor we had to go in there luckily luckily because he had all the symptoms they they were able to test him he did not have COVID did not have the flu but kids still get sick from weird viruses and the and the kid was taken out so the whole time i'm sitting here going all right bud remember please stop kissing these girls stop kissing it there's (laughs) there's a virus going around dude just play just play dinosaurs i i get i get that you guys are are new and they're liking you but Stop with the kissing. We, you just went through a year of a mask. No kissing. <laughs> no kissing. No hugging. No no handshakes. Don't even, I don't even want you. I don't even want you sipping out of the same water fountain. Dan, you need to just talk to him player to player. You know what I'm saying? Say, We've okay, had this conversation yeah. before. I didn't have that kind of attention. I got kissed once when I was five years old. All right. All right. And, I, was, and I thought it was, and it was a pity kiss then. Who do you need? You need to find your most player player successful friend then have him sit down with dj for 10 minutes but i but here's the deal mark at the age that they are and and it being 2022 what do you remember the age that you actually first kissed somebody because we all kiss somebody like in elementary school yeah it happened once to me once and most people you hear from it only happens once he gets kissed two to three times a day oh yeah i didn't have that kind of volume oh no Nope, nope. I can probably count the number of times on one hand, maybe. Probably probably less than five. Once. Happened to me once. <laughs> once. And then it didn't happen again until like high school. Dan, you needed to make yourself more approachable. You hadn't your voice hadn't dropped yet. Nobody had heard the bass yet. <laughs> once, the, once the bass came out, the kitties came out to play too. Not only like, not like, only did it not have the bass, but the goofiness was right there. Let me tell you something. Oh, Middle yeah. school and high school, girls aren't looking for this kind of personality until way after they've oh. had their first kid and are looking for a guy to settle down with. Right, right, right. You're the, you're the guy who's. Yep. This is the. I, I, I should have probably gone with this guy. I probably should have. I just thought maybe I go for the player. <laughs> this is the guy though. Couldn't, couldn't throw a football. Couldn't dunk a basketball. Drove my mom's station wagon to school. I was not picking up any kind of kitty cat unless it was purring, and I was able to feed it <laughs> yeah. cat food and clean its litter box. That was the right. extent of it. That's it. That's it. Now I understand. Jill, your wife, a little bit better. So I get it all. Now. I understand. <laughs> and it can't. Like, That's it. I've had enough of these assholes. Bring on Dan. Bring on Dan. I've I've already gone through all the studs that have come out of Chicago, and then let's just right. br- let's bring on the nutbag with the deep voice right. who who probably can appreciate a person like me because it's not coming around very often. 
Jill's like a, you know, she's an eight to ten man. She's so, a, and uh, she see she sees in and she gets that. There's she's been around dudes that probably weren't that good, and then you get around me and I got a good personality. Let me tell you something. I'm great I with in, I'm great with in laws. Oh, I bet. I bet you are. I am good with the. I am good with the parents. I'm good with sisters and brothers in laws. I am. I am. I fit in no problem. That's where you rack up points. You're I like, okay. shine hard. I shine hard when it comes to those guys. <laughs> you could just load up a whole life. Because I know. I there. I always know. Because again, I always know that I'm playing with the house money. Because again, at a certain age, they're just happy that someone's happy, and I'm that guy that's making you laugh. Oh yeah, right, right. You're you're not coming in there. You don't mean any harm. I'm not. I'm not swinging away. I'm not flirting with the waitress. I'm not being a jerk. I'm not. I'm not giving little jabs to the dad. I'm just. I'm there to make laughs and have fun. And at the end of the day, I'm goodbye. I'll take care of the daughter. Thanks for everything. You know what, Dan? That is your exact the puppy dog scenario that. Yes. You, you often lay out, and you are a misunderstood puppy who then gets abused. But like that's your perfect scenario. The in-laws, you are the puppy dog. You're I've always puppy. said it. Uh, if, yeah. if, whenever I was in a relationship, I know I can seal this thing down if I meet the parents. Oh, that's amazing! I have never thought of it that way. But you are a rare <laughs> bird, my friend. Again, because I'm the guy. They're not going to look me up and down and go, "You're going to break my daughter's heart." Right. If anything, if anything, your daughter's about to beat my heart to a living, a living, an oblivion. So therefore, be as nice to me as you can, because I'm I'm the nice guy that they're going to remind their daughter about right. when they're crying because the high school quarterback decided to bang a cheerleader instead. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm a lot to you. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I am so important to the and that and Mark. That's why. I, that's why I've always said it's almost a sweet revenge that I've had a son who's so who's a good looking kid. And it's not oh, just yeah. me that says it, but there's a lot. But all the, I mean, I've had girls in high school Facebook me that I I once had crushes on. They're like, your kid is so cute. I'm always like, you had a chance. You knew, you didn't even know what I was baking in here. You had a chance, and I'm looking at your kids, and they are brutal looking. I got a I got a kid here that could light up a room. You got a kid there that's going to be in jail in ten years. Good luck. Oh, I'm a haggler. Oh my god. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, Marky. That is so funny. I cannot tell you how much. I love and now learned about you. Even though I knew all that, it's it's a perfect little bit of reinforcement. Mark, it's what I do. It's what I do. I know. Now no, I've had, I appreciate it. And I'll even go another route. It's been a, uh, if you want to get to know me just a little bit more, if you will, I have had a rough yeah. month. The DJ thing, the being sick was the tip of the, was, was the oh, icing on the cake. Oh, yeah. I've I had a that. month. For those that don't know, I had a little procedure done. Had oh a procedure done at the beginning of the month. I had oh some. Boy. I had oh some. I had, I had some hemorrhoids removed. It was not a. Ple- it was not a pleasant thing. It was, oh Jesus! My ass is killing my, me. It's tearing the ass out of me. And let me tell you something. For those of you out there, when they say the recovery is going to be a little uncomfortable, but you should be okay, they're fucking lying. <laughs> They are lying. They're, they told me I had it done on a Thursday, Cinco de Mayo. They said the first couple days are going to be uncomfortable. By Monday, you should be back to day to day. By Monday, I was screaming for more painkillers. Oh, my God. It's such a weird, vulnerable place on our body, too. You know, it's like 
it's so hard to like accept and it's not like your arm you know it's your ass it, and, it's, and there's and there's nothing worse because and then there's nothing like, every time i've gone to the bathroom it has been the most pain i've ever felt in my life Right, and it's you got to go, and and it's also like this has to get straightened out. So has to, has to. Whatever I need to do to get this part of my body straight, I don't want ass problems. Not yet, you know. We're all gonna get a little less flow as life goes on, but you know, if you can prevent the ass problems or take care of them, as you, you try are, to, you try to. Shit. Anytime, yeah, anytime, anytime. I've realized that any time I've ever had to go to the doctor for some sort of procedure, I'm always knowing in my head, I'm going to walk in here fine, but I'm going to leave here pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing worse than going, what's the recovery? What am right. I looking at, Doc? Like, I wish I would have thought about, you know, like right before you get that surgery, like I should have appreciated the time before I went under and then I came out because I was healthier then. Honestly. <laughs> On, and then you come out, and everyone's like, it's going to be for the best. It's going to be for the best. You're going to appreciate it so much. And I, in my head, I'm like, I'm still waiting for that appreciation. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is a month that I am still, still like in recovery mode. Still not 100%. You know what's funny? You know, it's so funny. Like, people our age who are just starting to have health stuff, you know, um, it's like, do you look at it? as um oh shit i just completely lost my train of thought there dan wow usually well, i'm the one that does that i had something so good to ask you and well i can i i can train I can, I can transition a little bit because it's kind of going to what you were saying when you start to get up in age because i decided before all this stuff happened i was going to get into the gym and i started working out more and i started yeah. kind of doing stuff and there's a basketball court at the gym and it's one of those things where I get to work out in the mornings. I would drop DJ off at school and I would just start playing basketball. There's nobody there, but I'll start playing. Now, when I was in high school, I was able to play basketball for eight hours a day, every day and just go, 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 oh, go. Yeah. And no problem. Oh, yeah. We, you know, we, oh, yeah. we would just go to the gym, just play basketball. I was actually almost able to dunk at one point. I was playing so much basketball. Damn. I went to the gym at 42 years old and decided to go coast to coast for a layup. I thought I died, Mark. <laughs> I literally thought I saw my body uh, leave yeah. my body, head to the locker room, put its clothes back on and get in the car and go home. I was yeah. I was so winded. I was like, what in the how did I do that? Right. You know what did it? You know what this whole thing is? It's when you cuz we always talk about this with athletes he lost a step, right? Athletes lose a step as their career, as their very short careers go on. What happens when mopes like you and I lose a step? That's devastating. You but it's one mean? thing to be, it's one thing to like lose a step like naturally, like, okay, Shaquille O'Neal, year after year, we're watching him, he's starting to get hurt, so he's losing a step, he's losing a step. Right, right. I stopped playing basketball for 20 years. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> How many steps? I mean, not only did I lose a step, I lost miles. It wasn't even my steps. God. I I, lo I lost you, all. I I don't understand how you went. How you seem to have a real appreciation of basketball, and then you went twenty years without playing. Did you just overkill it? I'll, I'll say this because it's it, there's there's it's a weird dichotomy of our life of what it is that we do, and there's not a lot of people that are going to understand what I'm going to say to you, but oh, there's only few people that do. I moved out to Chicago with goals in my mind. 
I moved out of here because I wanted to get into radio and I wanted to just immerse myself in it. I graduated high school. I didn't really do very well in high school, but I went, you know what? I'm going to give this radio thing a shot. And when I give it a shot, I'm going to go all in and just see where it takes me, what it does. I'm going to start in Chicago if I got to move all over, but I'm going to put my head down and just do the work. And after doing all this stuff, I mean... I got involved at the at the score where you were, and I've talked about my, my times there and how that ended. I found myself at Q101 working for Man Cow, and I was, just give me everything. Let me do it. Let me, whatever I got to do, I'm going to do. Get up in the morning hours, go out with turd, watch people crapping pumpkins for wrestling tickets. I did it. I went out to, I went out to the strip clubs with uh, with other people, just to intern, just to get my mind my my face out there, meet the promotions people. I slept on the couches. I went to I, I started covering the games for Man Cow. I started going to all the locker rooms and I started <laughs> I started doing all this stuff and then I started working in traffic at the same time because you just want to make it. I just want to make it. Right. I want I want to right. I want to earn my wings. I want to be I want to be that story. And then then you lose a gig and then you try to get back in the gigs. And then you, yeah. you keep doing this thing of you stretch your body as much as you can because you're trying to win radio gigs. And just through the ups and downs and ups and downs and you know, pretty much saying, I don't need a social life. Let's just keep making this. And when I finally make it, I'll be able to chill and relax. Right. Well, fast forward 20 years later, I got eight jobs right now. I got a wife and I got a kid like, and then when I, when I was working out in high school, I got a, I got a hernia and it made me stop. And so I had to like, so, and I was interning at Q101 and I literally had to stop doing the radio. I had to tell the internship, I'm going to be gone for about a month. And when I came back, they almost forgot that I interned there. And I was like, "All right, Holy I'm just gonna, wow. I'm just gonna try to be as cool as I can, be as calm, and and just kind of grind my way out." And then 20 years later, you're like, "I found all these different ways of making money." But then you're like, "Okay, when am I going to the gym? I'm working t- 10, 12 hour days, oh, yeah, seven no, days a week. I'm it. doing overnight radio. I'm, I'm doing, so I'm doing voiceovers." Basically, basically, it got sacrificed. Yes, you had to sacrifice that, and. and uh, I understand. And and that and that's a grind and a, not a lot of people understand that. I try to explain it to people, "Hey, can you come yeah. out this day?" No, I can't because I'm literally working from 2 to 9:30 on these days. And then the days off that I have, that's the days that I got to catch up on podcasts. I edit and I produce podcasts for for athletes, for Brett Boone, for Owen Cruz, for right, Food Network right. stars, and Rod Blagojevich, and all sorts of different people. And then on <laughs> Fridays, I got to market my voiceover stuff and try to market that way. And then when I'm done with that, then I get to be a dad. And then I got to spend time uh, with the kid. And then I got to spend time with the wife. And then it's just like, I don't even have the time to... That's what I'm saying. Like this weekend was the one time I was like, I'm gonna put it all down and and go to some barbecues. And then you're like, oh, not only did I not get to do it, but I, what did I do? I had to work. <laughs> That's so funny, man. See, this is one of those times now where I like, cause like in a selfish way, sometimes I get. I don't even. Man's not even the right word. I don't have your attention like I once did as a friend. I just don't. But it's sometimes it's good to hear the very, very legitimate reasons why. And you just pointed it out bullet point for bullet and point. I, and all I all the things that you have to do. So while you get to me and your brother and your other buddies, it's we're a little bit down the line. No, That's no, and I and saying. I and I hear it from my brother and I hear it from my friends and I hear it from my mom and there's so many different people, but it, like I said, the pandemic hit, the wife lost her job. Yeah. 
and we were in a really, really bad apartment, and we've talked about it on the podcast before where my wife's car got broken into a bunch of times, and we just had a horrible spot. We moved to a better place, and I needed to make more money. And yeah. so it's like the better mu- the better area, the better schools, and the wife is still working the part-time gig, but she's taking care of the kid. So you're like, okay, as a guy, you know, what do you got to do? You got to freaking, you got to, you got to. You gotta be a man. You gotta go earn the earn the dough, make the voiceovers, do all this and do that. And you're just like, I don't I wish I had the one job. You have a job. Well, unfortunately, you have to do some overnights now. But you I mean, even now it's hard to get a hold of you because you are you're now stretched the I way know. I am. Oh, yeah. You do the bears, you're doing you're doing overnight radio, you're doing you're doing different I mean, every time I call you, I either get a text message on the air, can't do it now. <laughs> can't I I called you to yeah. do this. You're like I'm, I'm at a coffee with somebody. You're like, okay, right, right. Sorry. sorry. Like, okay. So the one time I do need, you, I do need somebody. They're not ready. So you keep running into this, right. but you're seeing it now that when you kind of put your head down, you're like, all right, work's gonna come first, and next thing you know, you're sacrificing everything else, and you're like, if only people understood that I'm right. really trying to just survive. Dan, you might want to just block off the last two minutes. And send a ma- send a mass audio to all of your friends to hear this, and, uh, and they'll all be like, oh, "Okay, I kind of get it now." What if I told you that your yeah. boy is trying to really just work and survive and make a happy life, right. and when he's trying to do it, he's sacrificing other stuff that he doesn't mean to. He's okay. just trying to live the best life he can. This ain't no game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And this is why I try to grill on Memorial Day without people yelling at me. I'm dead, Levy. And I, this is no, the reason I'm trying. And then one day I get to grill and have fun. People are yelling at me because I'm not, I'm not thanking people that sacrifice their lives for a country. I can't win. Oh, it all goes full circle. That's perfect, Dan, because I'm hungry and I have to watch a Cubs game as part of the job that I do that I have to get up very early in the morning for to your, uh, and as another example. And with that, people, happy Memorial Day. <laughs> happy <laughs> Memorial Day. Happy Yom Kippur. Thankfully, we are all alive and healthy. I am healthy. Everything's all good. And I want to thank everybody who listens to this podcast. Hopefully, we're entertaining you on your holidays and anytime you're doing stuff. And oh, by the way, Marky, I am now a voice of a Waze app. So for those of you out there that want my voice to direct you and directions for your GPS, I will have a link on my Facebook and my Twitter and anywhere you get your podcast. I will have a way for you to download my voice and you can have me as your Waze voice. Is that not great, Marky? Wait a minute. I can have you as my audio voice. I will be your GPS voice. And it's hilarious. I've I've been able to add stuff to it and have some fun with it. So you can download my voice. So that is my present to all those that are listening. If you want it, reach out to me. I will send you the link as well. I can be reached at at Bass On Air. B-A-S-S On Air on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And I can send you a link where I can be the voice of your GPS. Is that not great, Marky? Dude, that's the most incredible. I'm going to just like take that everywhere with me and just laugh (laughs) every time I hear your voice. Oh, it's a trip, man. It's one of those things where I was like, oh, look at that, man. I think it's pretty funny. It sounds good. And I I was able to kind of improv on some things, so it felt good. Oh, I'm definitely doing this. All right, Dan. 
Goodbye. He's Mark Grody. You can find him on social media, Twitter at Mark Grody Sports. I am Dan Levy. Thanks for coming on this podcast and enjoying our journey. We're going to do it more often because I want sponsors. So have fun, everybody. Have a great Memorial Day.